God has spoken to his people. Hallelujah. God has spoken words of wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. This past two weeks, this past week, two things happened to me that continue to whisper in my mind and tug at my heart. On Monday, the vestry of this cathedral presented a statement which expresses regret and remorse and renewal on behalf of this congregation as it relates to racism. On Thursday, I sat most of the morning transfixed as I watched the memorial service of Congressman John Lewis and then read the article written by the congressman just before his death and run by the New York Times the day of the memorial service. These are his words. Though I may not be here with you, I urge you to answer the highest calling of your heart. Stand up for what you truly believe. In my life, I have done all I can to demonstrate the way of peace, the way of love, and nonviolence is the more excellent way. Now, now it is your turn. Now it is your turn to let freedom ring. The memorial service for John Lewis was filled with prayer, music, and poignant tributes. And I was humbled, I was moved to tears, and convicted by the words of many on the front lines of the challenge for freedom for all people. Perhaps you witnessed the service as well. On that same day, the New York Times ran this article that had been written by Lewis to be published on the day of his memorial. And the words of this essay and the memorial tributes rang with words that brought me to where we are today in this service of baptism for Lily and Laval. Our, ba our prayer book says, holy baptism is full initiation by water and the Holy Spirit into Christ's body, the church. The bond which, which God establishes in baptism is unbreakable. It means that baptism is once for all everlasting and enduring. As part of this liturgy, the candidates are asked questions that help to set the stage for the promises that will be made by the candidates and all of us who witness this baptism. These promises contained within the covenant describe the who and the what and the how we will be the people of Christ's body, the church. Lewis reflects on the recent demonstrations that he had witnessed, and he says, millions of people motivated simply by human compassion laid down the burdens of division. Around the country and the world, you set aside race 
and class and age and language and nationality to demand respect. Respect for every human dignity. Within the vestry document, there is a paragraph that reads, in this posture of repentance, we return to the core values of Trinity Cathedral adopted in 2008 to guide us as we strive for a more just community. Guess what is number one? Respect. Respect. We will respect the dignity of every human being. That's what we say. The query in, in our baptismal covenant is, will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? And our response, our response is, I will. I will with God's help. Throughout the vestry statement, we read the intention behind the action to be accomplished. With compassion, we will love our neighbors as ourselves. With integrity, we will proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ. We will strive for justice and peace among all people. With inclusion, we will seek and serve Christ in all persons. And with stewardship, we will sustain the gift of joy and wonder in all God's works. Listen carefully to those words, for you will hear and speak these words in a few moments as we, through the sacrament of baptism, welcome Lily and Laval into what presiding Bishop Michael Curry calls the beloved community of God. When I, when I ponder these statements, and consider the words of John Lewis, I wonder. God, what do you expect of me? How am I to live out these promises that I make? I have so little to offer, and I am afraid. What if I fail? What if I'm not good enough, or smart enough, or brave enough? What if I don't have enough of whatever it takes to make a difference? And then I'm reminded of Jesus' conversation with the disciples in today's gospel, where they're discussing the feeding of the 5,000, feeding of the crowd of people who come to see and hear Jesus. And Jesus says to the disciples, they need not go away, you give them something to eat. And the disciples replied, we have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. What happens, Lord, when we don't have enough? I love this story about a small church in Cartersville, Georgia. It's the Church of the Ascension. This little church decided that they wanted to start an affiliate of Habitat for Humanity. Probably most of you know that organization that builds houses and renovates houses for people who couldn't otherwise afford a home. So a small group from the church went to America's Georgia. I know America's Georgia. My granddaughters go to school in America's Georgia, and I've been there for one of my granddaughter's graduation. 
The headquarters of Habitat is in America's Georgia. And this group toured the facility and they spoke with one director after another. And they saw slides of other affiliates. And they saw videos of how people's lives had been changed forever through the building of these homes. And their hearts were touched when they met with Millard Fuller, when they when he expressed his theology of the hammer. Don't you love that? The theology of the hammer. And they believed it to be God's message to a world thirsting for love and justice. At the end of the day, when the little group met with Fuller, um, who had, of course, taken time out of his schedule to encourage them and to answer any questions, they were blown away. And after a lot of small talk and just sort of questions and answers, one of the members of the group leaned forward to ask the question. Millard, he said, level with us. How much money do we need before we can launch an affiliate in Cartersville? Fuller became very serious. He leaned forward in his chair, and he spoke just barely above a whisper. He said, it would be wholly irresponsible, completely negligent, totally feather-brained if you started an affiliate without at least one dollar. But you have to have one dollar. Don't dare make a move without it. They all laughed nervously. But Fuller was dead serious. Fuller went on to say Habitat is founded on the economics of Jesus, which was manifested in the feeding of the multitudes. Here's what it is. This is the economics of Jesus. You take what you have, you give thanks for it, you give it to the Lord to be blessed, and then you step out in faith. Fuller and Habitat for Humanity are operating on a business on the economics of Jesus. Maybe I'm called to do the same. You take what you have, whether that be money, or talents, or anger, or frustration, or joy, or confusion, or whatever it is, and you give thanks for it. Now, that's kind of hard to do, to give thanks for something you really don't want to have. But it's critical to give thanks. Take what you have. Give thanks for it. And give it to the Lord to be blessed. Turn it over. Let it go. Don't hold on to it. Let God take it so that God can bless it. Sometimes letting go is the hardest thing in life we have to do. Take what you have. Give thanks for it. Give it to the Lord to be blessed. And then step out in faith. Expect a miracle. When the disciples took the loaves and fish from Jesus, they didn't know what was going to happen, but they trusted in Jesus' blessing. 
And in the end, everyone was filled and there was an abundance left over. Not only were the bread and fish transformed, but lives were changed as well. So, whatever you have, no matter how small, has potential in the hands of God. Potential to grow beyond any human-defined limits. That's my prayer for all of us, for each and every one of us, as we place ourselves in this and this congregation in the hands of God. We grow beyond anything we can imagine. Take what you have. Give thanks for it. Turn it over to God to bless it. And then step out. Take a step. A miracle is waiting. Let us pray. We pray that with God's help, we will be able to take up the profound justice work before us with humility, fortitude, and grace as full and willing participants in the continuing revelation of God's kingdom here on earth. Amen.